In today's episode, you'll learn how to create the life you can't wait to wake up to using six straightforward hacks. You'll hear priceless tips and wisdom from Hal Elrod, Camilla Irene Kimball, Ryan Blair, Chuck Palahniuk, and even Bob Saget. I'll share stories with you that will teach you how to shift your mindset and refocus your life so that you can take charge of your life again. You'll also discover the two simple things that will make miracles happen in your life. After listening, you'll know exactly what you need to do to help you move past mediocrity and actively develop your full potential. Let's get to it. I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Hello and welcome back. We are on episode six, and today, it's so appropriate since it's episode six, we are going to do six hacks for creating a life you can't wait to wake up to. And I want to start with a few quotes. I am big on quotes. I just love them. So I hope you don't space out. I notice that when I listen to quotes on podcasts, I often space out until after it was said. So sometimes I'm going to read them twice because that's what it takes for me to kind of really get what they're saying. So the first one is by Hal Elrod. I'll explain more about who he is later, but he said, wake up early every day so that while others are still dreaming, you can make your dreams come true. Don't you love that? So again, wake up early every day so that while others are still dreaming, you can make your dreams come true. Another one, this one is by Chuck Palahniuk, and he said, Find joy in everything you choose to do. Every job, relationship, home. It's your responsibility to love it or change it. So find joy in everything you do. Every job, relationship, home. It's your responsibility to love it or change it. And then the last one is by Camilla Irene Kimball. You do not find the happy life. You make it. I just love how when I'm doing these podcasts and doing all the research for it, it's like they build naturally upon each other. So there's so much ownership in this. And we just barely talked about ownership when we talked about the victim cycle and ownership model. And hopefully you'll take that, the things that you learned earlier, and tie it into this episode today. So I just love these quotes because they remind me that the power is in us and not in our circumstances not in others, but in us. So that means you can't blame your kids, busy evenings, health problems, conflicting schedules, or even your spouse. Nothing. 
The power is in you. You do have the power to create reality you want in your life. But the question is, how do we create a life that we love? So I had this client who was a young mom. Now this woman had such an incredibly challenging life. She had multiple children with major health problems and one child that was terminal and had been for years. And this poor mom was barely hanging on. She'd been living in survival mode for most of her married life and had a lot of trauma associated with that child that was teetering on the edge of life and death for so long. And the responsibility and the heaviness that came with that from being the child's primary caregiver. I just wish I could change the situation for this incredible woman. But as we continued to meet, honestly, things just got worse for her. We did some trauma work and mindset work, and she was able to change how she viewed things. But before I stopped working with her, she had gained this amazing acceptance of her situation. Now, that's a tricky word. I don't know if I've explained that before, but acceptance isn't just this like, woe is me, nothing is going to improve kind of mentality. It's it's like this quiet, peaceful assurance and tranquility that happens when you accept something and then you move forward with a commitment to change often or just that that calm assurance and having confidence in that calm assurance and letting that be enough so that's what i i noticed in her and as i said earlier her life only got worse but that tranquility and, and acceptance radically changed she was so inspiring as she poured out her heart with that deep humility as she talked about how she'd found that peace, even in the midst of her life challenges. That client taught me so much about resilience and mindset and about how we can find peace and even joy in any situation we're in. Now her journey wasn't over and she had a long road ahead of her to maintain that peace and acceptance, but the same is true for all of us. The perspective we take each day is a choice. With my personal training clients, counseling clients, and even coaching clients, I have always been interested in mindset. Many of my clients show up with excuses, and those ones are the ones that ultimately quit with some justification about why it isn't the right time for change or something else, if they even explain at all. (laughs) So even when people hear that I'm a therapist or a trainer or coach, they seem to go out of their way to tell me why they aren't doing something almost as if they need to justify their behaviors because I might be judging them, which, by the way, I am not. Well, let's be honest, there's probably a few times that I do, but generally I'm not even thinking about it. Remember what I shared about the victim cycle and anytime you make a justification, you're below the line and you're reinforcing that victim mentality? Well, you're also strengthening neural pathways that you don't want to strengthen. So think of neural pathways as a road, and the more you give excuses and justifications, the more that road will become a highway, and then a freeway. When it's been used so much, that's where your mind will always go until you start to create a new road to the reality that you want. So simply put, your thoughts create your reality. And I know a lot of you know these things, but it's important to have those reminders to teach us that we are always training our brain, right? So that brings me back to my second set of clients. These clients come in and share their story and give me a glimpse into their mindset and their readiness for change. And I know right away that amazing growth is about to happen with them. How do I know that? Well, there are two things that are different for them. Number one, they're taking ownership 
just like we talked about last episode. And they're ready to work. They're ready, they're willing, they're humble. So that's it. Those two simple things. They're taking ownership and they're ready to work. That's what makes miracles happen. Again, how will ownership and readiness to work really help you create the life that you love and really help you want to jump out of bed and create that life you can't wait to wake up to? That does sound like a tall order, doesn't it? I promise it really is possible. Now, that being said, do I always jump out of bed? No. But am I excited about what I will create? And do I have joy in that creation process? Yes, I do. And so can you. Back to those things. How do we create the life that we're going to love? Simple. All you have to do are a few steps and then you will get the fruit of your labors. And I'm going to share a few of those steps with you in just a minute. Remember how I talked about Hal Elrod just a little bit ago and his quote? Well, he's an international best-selling author and he wrote The Miracle Morning. I'm not sure if you guys have read that, but that was really amazing. I loved it. He has this great success story. I don't remember how many minutes, but he even died for a little bit. I think he, he was hit by a truck, but you'll have to read about that in his book. In that book, though, he shares this acronym for success. So that book, again, is The Morning Miracle. I'm going to share those same tips with you because I love them. And then at the end, I'm going to tweak them a little bit to my own amazing acronym that is, I'm going to reveal it right now, not quite as catchy as his is. <laughs> so... Hal Elrod talks about the acronym SAVERS. Like, I don't know if you guys have a SAVERS thrift store where you are, but think of the thrift store here. SAVERS. So SAVERS stands for silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing. I'm going to go through each one of those for you. Let's start with silence. So this is a quiet reflection and focusing on what you want to create. For me, silence is often prayer, and I usually have a pen and paper to write insights as they come to me. And I'm going to be honest here, this is also one of the hardest ones for me and for some of my clients, because stillness can be a challenge for high achievers, and I've definitely been called a high achiever before in some realms. So it takes practice and a willingness to persist. I have to spend more time here than maybe other people do because this is not always my strength. I also do insight timer. I didn't mention that before for the guided meditations and this helps focus my mind for that stillness too. So either one of these things could work for silence. A is for affirmations. Like I mentioned earlier, I put my affirmations in my vision board movie. I made this on my app not my app, the app, Perfectly Happy. You can use that if you want or something else. These are usually I am thoughts that you want to remember and strengthen, but that you can really believe. So I don't want you to lie to yourself, but you also want to reinforce thoughts that aren't a reality that you don't want to attract. If they don't resonate, pick a different one. So it could be something like, I am strong, resilient, and capable of all that I encounter and I have all the tools I need to succeed, or something like that. It could be much simpler, like, I am strong, I am worthy. Some of mine are, I experience miracles daily. I'm worthy of my dreams, and I'll use them to bless countless lives. Or, I'm filled with charity and unconditional love and patience for myself and others. Or, I'm humble, 
grateful, and positive. I am diligent in my search for wisdom. So these are just a few of the ones the ones that I use in my movie currently, and I'm always changing those over time depending on what I want to work on or strengthen or or bring about more in my life. V is for visualization. So if you're doing perfectly happy like I am and watching this vision board movie, hopefully morning and night, this will be combined with your affirmations. If not, I just want you to make a vision board of the reality you want to create by putting images and quotes on a sheet of paper or poster board. And then you can use magazine pictures or cut them out or do it online with a Google Doc by attaching images and quotes. Or you can use a template on Canva. I don't know if you're very familiar with Canva, but I love it. I'm sure they have vision board apps too, but I haven't looked into that. Now put it up where you're going to see it and see it regularly. Or else if you have a sacred grove, like I mentioned before, that is just your space, then put it in your scriptures or in your journal that you know you're going to open up each morning and spend a few minutes intentionally looking at it. Visualize creating and receiving those things. Remember, what you focus on grows. It really does. So be present as you try this. And don't move too quickly to just check it off your list. I speak from experience here. (laughs) Slow down. Be purposeful. Create new neural pathways. Spiritually create it before you physically create it, just like the gospel pattern teaches. E is for exercise. Since I was 16, I've been exercising religiously. I quickly found out that I couldn't be my best self without movement, and truly, I don't believe any living being can. I just think some of us are better at ignoring our own intuition that teaches this truth. Please don't shame yourself if you don't exercise. I'm just saying some sort of movement here. Maybe exercise feels too daunting. It doesn't matter what you call it or what you do, just focus on some sort of regular movement. I've worked out early in the morning for most of my life because as soon as the kids are awake, things happen to thwart any attempts at exercising. I love the quote that says, If it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. And I believe that's Ryan Blair that said that. I just love that quote because it rings true and I use it with my clients regularly. Find a way to exercise. Maybe it's not the gym. Maybe it's walking in the morning with a friend. Maybe it's rock climbing with a friend or by yourself. Maybe it's riding bikes with the kids after school so you're connecting at the same time. Whatever it is, be consistent. And again, use your accountability buddy to help you while you're developing this habit. For the first time, I'm exercising in the late afternoons now because my kids are a little bit older and it works better for our schedule. But I do miss the revitalization that comes from early morning movement, especially when I do it outside. I've decided that even though I'm moving in the afternoon, my work is now too sedentary to not do something in the morning as well. So I'm going to just have my baby step be 10 or 15 minutes of movement when my kids get on the bus. And then hopefully... (laughs) after lunch as well, just so I'm getting up and moving and kind of rejuvenating my mind and my body. Now, this wasn't as necessary when I was chasing toddlers because I had plenty of movement, but suddenly I'm finding this is a little more necessary. All right, the next one is R for reading. For this one, I read scriptures and I do research for my clients and my podcasts. Obviously, you may not be doing the research part, but maybe you are. I don't know. 
I also listen to growth books, so self-development and self-help, any sort of therapy books that's I find uh, very helpful for my growth. I do this while I exercise and I bookmark things that I want to go back and think more about or journal about, and you can do that on Audible. Please consume only the things that will help you reach your dreams and help you become your higher self. I recognize that this is a process and may take time, and I'm still learning how to weed out things that are not going to help me reach my best self, but I'm getting better and better at it. So maybe if you're exercising and you find you're listening to like a really heavy, angry music, that might not be best suited for you to become your best self. And when I say might, I it really won't. <laughs> S is for scribing. So this just means writing. So we could have a cooler acronym. For writing, this is where you could write in your journal. And that's very effective. A lot of studies show how therapeutically important that is. I usually just write in my journal a big entry on Sundays, but I think my future self, I know my future self will be writing insights and thoughts daily in my journal. So that's the direction I'm headed. I do write in my scripture journal and my goal planner, which is just kind of like a journal, um, each morning. And I also write my big threes each morning. My husband also created this big three journal for the year that I write in once a week to record my biggest weekly wins. Like, so my big three of the week that I was most proud of and what insights I gained. I also do a lot of writing in the morning for my podcast outlines and course creation. But for you, that might be different. That might be writing a few sentences in a journal. I love those one-line-a-day gratitude journals that I've used several times, or even those five-year line-a-day journals. Whatever it is, just do something. So this is what Hal Elrod's Morning Miracle book talks about, about the SAVERS acronym. I love it, and I would recommend it to anyone. I'm just going to tweak it a little, <laughs> and you guys, I'm a little embarrassed I'm even telling you my awesome acronym but it's the only thing I could come up with after several attempts, so we're just going to go with it. But mine is SAWPAL, like S-A-W-P-A-L. You can kind of remember it by saying, I saw my pal after I created a life I can't wait to wake up to. Pretty sure that's not as memorable, but hey, there's a possibility. So for mine... That S is for scriptures and prayer. I kind of combined those into one so it wasn't too long. So scriptures, or you can even call it spiritual. The next one is affirmations. A is for affirmations. But again, because mine are together in a movie, that also contains my visualizations. And if yours does as well, then you can combine that as one. W is write or journal. That's where you are doing that scribing like he mentioned. P is for plan. Plan your day with an intentionality. A is be active. And L is learn. So they all, they're both pretty similar. It just may be um, slightly different with the spiritual aspect. But the rest, yeah, I would say that those are also things that I think are very important and what has really helped me and my clients reach growth exponentially in our lives. So you can remember Savers or SawPal, like I said, not quite as marketable as Savers. <laughs> Whichever one you want to use, please use it. 
And it is important to do it at the beginning of the day because it's so much easier to make excuses and justifications as the day progresses. Honestly, I'm a machine until dinner, and then I often feel like a tired, tantruming toddler, or at least in my thoughts. Hopefully others don't see that, but I'm sure my husband does, the poor man. I am not my best self in the evening, so I don't leave important things for that time because I've learned that my higher self isn't usually as present then. So keep that in mind when you're planning things out. So I just want to end with a quote by Bob Saget, of all people. He said, if you don't wake up every day happy, change something. Again, my friends, and this is all about ownership. What will be the one thing that you'll change? What was highlighted for you as I taught today? What one thing will help you find greater joy and happiness and create the life you can't wait to wake up to? I promise that as you act upon these principles, you'll receive the fruits of your labors, which are progress and fulfillment and joy. This is how you reach your full potential. And if it sounds like work, well, it is. But hard things are worth it. And I'll quote Beverly Sills again. I think I quoted her in a few, a few episodes ago. She said, there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. If you want to thrive, it's time to do the work. It's time to step outside of mediocrity, my friend. You've got this. You can do it. You can do hard things. I hope you enjoyed these tips on how to create the life you can't wait to wake up to. I want to remind you that I'll be launching Igniting Life in August. This is a 12-week wellness reset for people who are ready for change and need structured ways to do it with imperative accountability. This is where mental health therapy meets wellness coaching, but without the major time commitment and expensive weekly coaching and therapy fees. So if you're ready to ignite your life, this is the course for you. I'll be offering a course for couples and families in the future that builds upon each other, and this will be opened first to those who have done this course. There are limited spots available, so sign up soon on fulfillmenttherapy.org. And remember that these courses are guaranteed to offer you at least 10 times the investment you make. Your future self will thank you that you made yourself a priority. And again, please support any positive path pavers out there by liking, sharing, or leaving reviews rather than just consuming less impactful things, such as, are you ready for it? These are so much fun to look up and probably a time waster, but I hope you enjoy this and it makes you smile like it does for me. Anyway, the video is the blub balloon. You guys, this was like so weird, but 186 million people liked this. Um, I just don't understand that, but okay. This one was even more baffling. The, the three-eyed baby, it was just like this lame filter, and 450 million people viewed this on YouTube. I... <laughs> Again, I don't understand it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to keep telling you about these random weird videos and how many views they got, but I do hope it still makes you smile in the meantime because it is this random highlight of my day. All right, dear listeners, I hope you have a fantastic day and you make it amazing. Live it fully, live it well, and I'll see you back here soon.
If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.